Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. I'm trying to convince my son that outside is overrated. It is not working. Face Babcock. What is outside? There are bears outside. <laughs> <laughs> and Samson Davis. You see, you got to teach him. Like, you got to get one of those, like, um, old or the DDR, like, flat maps so he can play video games so he never has a reason to go outside. Because it's the lack of thumbs. That's like, if I didn't have thumbs, I'd be like, fucking let me out. Right. Yeah. I mean, he knows how to hang up my phone on people. So. <laughs> Let him prank call. That's a good talent to have. Yeah, whoops, my dog hung up on you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, who remembers what happened last time? I am going to pick on Stace. Hell yeah. So, last time on Explorers Wanted, this is probably what happened. So, we were in the weird cave place. Cha-Cha was gone. We weren't sure where she was like down in the hole nix was like armpit deep in a flesh wall <laughs> and good times yeah good times dilly and nix go over and look down in the hole finally oh but every time you were in the hole chacha got hurt yeah no every time yeah nix or dilly damaged the cavern chacha took mite damage that was great <laughs> yeah yeah. Daniel's revenge for us splitting the party constantly. Not revenge. It's not revenge. Just, I like to think of it as providing a rewarding challenge. Yeah, it's consequences. <laughs> Fine, no more shopping episodes. Damn, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> you said it on recording, Samson. <laughs> but sarcastically, so it doesn't count. Yeah. So uh, down in the hole, Cha-Cha is talking to some weird disciple of the nature god. And while she's doing that, Nyx and Dilly climb down the hole. And weirdly with this hole, there was like a point at which you couldn't hear anything coming from outside the hole anymore. So as soon as Nyx dropped below that barrier, she heard Cha-Cha talking to the nature adherent. And uh, Dilly ended up climbing down. And long story short, the crew was invited to go meet the god nature. And so... Nix was like, yeah, sure, whatever. So Nix goes in to to see the, the nature god. And basically the disciple, whose name I don't remember, had a cube and um, Pacarest. Pacarest. Nix was transported inside the cube, which, or mentally transported inside the cube, which was like an 8-bit world. And Nix appeared as Nix for the upper body and a snake tail for the lower body. And the nature god is the being that cursed the Hendersons with the eating synth curse. But it seemed that the nature god seemed to think it was more of an evolutionary event versus a curse. And so Nyx conversed with uh, the god momentarily and then asked for a blessing. And instead of receiving a new blessing, Nyx received acceleration of her snake transformation because... The nature guy said that was already a gift. So Nyx comes back out. Cha-Cha goes in. And as soon as Cha-Cha gets in there, she doesn't have like an 8-bit emoji. She comes up as like an emoji unknown or whatever symbol. And 
the nature god freaks out, is like, get out of here. Cha-Cha decides to try to absorb the nature god. Then Dilly goes inside? A fight started out, and then Dilly yeah. trying to help ends up going inside. Yeah. Not on purpose. He was trying to grab the thing out of Packer's hand, but then ended up going inside right. as a result. Yep. And so Dilly goes inside. Cha-Cha absorbs the nature god. And thanks to Dilly, they manage to escape. Yes. Once they come back out in the open, Nyx is fighting with Packerest, who has a weird, like, I imagine it's like a belly button, you know, that's like protruding with teeth. That's what I imagine. But coming out of her. I imagine it like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles boss, you know? Oh. That's like um, a brain and a belly. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Not crank. Crank. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Nyx is grappling with her and manages to kill her after Cha-Cha and Dilly come back out and help. And then Nyx eats the... Oh, no! You guys don't come back out and help. You come back out and Nyx is eating the body. Yep. Didn't you try and eat the wall yep. first? Yeah, hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll back up to that. So Nyx eats the body and immediately curls up and falls asleep. Prior to Cha-Cha trying the cube, there was a short conversation where... During which Hubert came out and Nyx... <laughs> was mightily tempted to eat Hubert, Hubert. But he had a gun, so it's fine. Yes. So Hubert <laughs> runs away into Dilly's pocket, and it has access to the pew-pew gun. However, instead of eating the mouse, Nyx, uh, through strength of will, just start, took a big chunk out of the flesh wall and ate it. Uh, but probably an important note is that the rations tasted like ash to Nyx. As well, after her transformation was accelerated. Mm -hmm. That's more than I thought I would remember. That's pretty good. That was good. So you track down Packerest. You track down this entity that was there. You've made your way to Mountain's Bone. You've discovered a lot of strange things in the town about the Hendersons and door manufacturing and things like that. So you all have an additional 2 XP. Hell yeah. More Tearing ones up. I can re-roll. So is Nick's tearing up? Hell yeah, she is. Uh-huh. <laughs> Boy, oh. let me just go look up what I want to pick. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Nyx is tier three for her glaive fighting move. I chose obstacle running, which I think really fits nicely. So yeah, for three speed points for a minute, Nyx can ignore obstacles at slow movement and allows her to travel at normal speed through areas with rubble, etc. And it includes things like sliding on a railing or briefly running along a wall or even stepping on a creature. So if an obstacle would normally require a roll to complete might or speed, then Nyx gets an asset or is trained in that particular task. So yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Ooh. And then for the needs no weapons, I chose moving like water. You spin and move so that your defense and attacks are aided by your fluid motion. For one minute, all your attacks and speed defense tasks gain an asset. Holy shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We might not die. Man, and you have fleet of foot. I know. <laughs> Man, this is rough. I might, we might have to nerf. Um, yeah. Uh, your enemies, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly? You've come back to this cave. Chacha has come back to this cave. Chacha, you saw the artifact that they seem to be associated with nature had then flown up and 
embedded itself in Chacha's body, oh, yeah. almost phasing into it. It's not visible from the exterior, but Dilly would have seen that happen. And you guys had just looked over and found Nyx stretched out of the floor as these feet <laughs> from Packeress go in Nyx's mouth. Nyx closes her mouth and just falls asleep. I'm imagining a very cartoonish, like, circular gut. And Nyx is just, like, sleeping. I love that image, but actually, for some reason, there does not appear to be any bulging. Like, it actually does, isn't, it doesn't make sense that she could physically fit that whole body in there. Oh my god, Nyx is the donkey. <laughs> what? <laughs> from Doom Patrol. Nyx is the donkey mm. from Doom Patrol. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, what do you guys do? Nyx is asleep, so it's up to Dilly and Cha-Cha. Should, should we take a nap here? Uh, I guess. Are you okay, by the way? Because you had a meal. You ate a god. How do you feel? How do you feel about that? I don't know. How does Cha-Cha feel? I think Cha-Cha, it's very weird. Like, so right now, Cha-Cha feels a little woozy, not like in the hindering way, but just in like something is off way. But weirdly you still feel okay about it i mean like i'm kind of dizzy but that might be have been like the mysterious like pain i felt when i first came down in this hole that might be causing it like just suddenly i had this like stabbing pain in my side like someone was like punching into my gut I, it's really weird and hard to describe but like i think overall i'm fine huh weird <laughs> all right do we'll look over at nicks and be like, yeah, I guess we probably should take a nap because Nyx is holding mass for two people at the moment, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and... And meanwhile, the like sort of saliva pus is continuing to drip down in several spaces from those jagged teeth <laughs> in the cave wall. Did we take turns doing watch? Wait, do you want to, uh, like, take a whole like, a long rest? Like, I feel like if we took, like, an hour, that'd be okay. But, like, I don't know when Nyx is going to wake up. And I honestly cannot carry Nyx up that rope. Same, yeah. And I don't think either one of us can, like, pull her up by themselves. Nope. Definitely not. Okay. Oh, by the way, here's uh, Hubert back. So pulls out Hubert. Awesome. I think he's fine. I mean, like, trauma does a soul good sometimes, like. It might make him stronger, or it might break him emotionally, and he will then become our greatest villain. We'll find out. <laughs> I still don't know how to respond sometimes. You think I would have enough practice by now? So, as you hand Hubert over, he definitely poops in Dilly's hand. <laughs> well, I feel like I still got off light. Dilly brushes it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are going to hang out for it. So you guys are basically going to use your up-to-hour recovery rolls, is what you're telling me? Yes. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, and you're keeping watch. Okay. So. Wow. Good or bad, Samson? Two, two, and one. Yeah. Ouch. Dilly and Chacha are doing their up-to-one-hour recovery rolls. About an hour and a half later... Nix, you wake up, you feel a little drowsy, but otherwise pretty good. Nix, if any of your pools were depleted, they are now full. Sweet! Oh, dang! Damn. Nix sits up and stretches, like, obnoxiously, like, big yawn. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, how you feeling? 
a little bit, you know, like kind of still sleepy. That's why a long nap is so dangerous, you know, like you sleep a little bit too long and you should have just slept eight hours or whatever. But yeah, feeling pretty good. Yeah. Can't disrupt the sleep schedule. Yeah. So uh what happened, you guys, like in the cube? Oh, I thought you were going to say what happened with you eating that person, but cube, sure. Oh, no. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I mean, I ate the person. Did they taste good? <laughs> they tasted like person, like, I mean, like life, you know? I hear people taste like, you know, certain kinds of street meat. Well, I didn't like, it's more like I tasted the outside of the person because I wasn't like chewing, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So like, it's very like fabric, like, a little bit of sweat, maybe. She uses uh, like a lavender soap, which not my favorite. Yeah, that doesn't sound tasty. No, and she had a bar of it in her pocket, so like, oh. <laughs> I might very be... complex uh, flavor profile you have there. I know. <laughs> I'm just imagining this this NPC that's going around willfully mutating people, and she's just got this bar of soap <laughs> in her pocket just because she never knows oh. when she's going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, her stomach kind of drooled when she got excited, so yeah, maybe it's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not my favorite sauce, you know. <laughs> yeah. We'll find a better one next time. Yeah. It wasn't, like, worse than rations, if you guys were wondering. Maybe we should try eating people instead of rations. I, no, I don't. I'm, I'm good with the rations. I think I'm only going to eat, like, dead people. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or prisoners, or just Ooh. We'll find some, like, real criminals or something. Yeah, we could, like, clean up the streets. Like, you eating criminals. Only if they're already dead. What if we help them to the death? I mean, if we kill them in, like, the matter of course of, like, our work and in order to achieve our goals, then maybe. I mean, I would be fine with that. Like, this situation, right? She was going to kind of kill me, so I killed her, and then I ate her. Like, that's ideal. Less ideal is, like... Hunting people down to eat them. That just feels a little bit wrong. Like, if they're criminals, it shouldn't matter, right? Well, no, because not like every criminal deserves to die, Cha Cha. I mean, haven't you heard all like the good news about vigilante justice? Uh, kind of been living it, Cha Cha, so. Exactly. <laughs> right. So, what went on in the cube? <laughs> oh, so when I got in the cube, It's weird because, like, I didn't see me. I saw, like, this box with a little, like, red X in it. Huh. And then nature got kind of angry, and nature wouldn't answer any of my questions. So I I guess I ate nature. That is pretty cool, Cha-Cha. So, like, we've both eaten things today. Right. So, like, it's Dilly's turn. (laughs) No, I had a full breakfast. I didn't. I'm good. But, like... Where did what? you get a full breakfast? Y- yeah, actually. Um, at the inn that we stayed at? Did we stay in it? Also, um, at the campfire that I assume we had? Holding out on us, Dilly. You were there. Also, you don't like rations anymore, so... Whatever. Yes, people. That, too. No, I said it was, like, as good as rations. I mean, I guess. But, yeah, so I guess I'm nature now? Can you... Mutate people? Ooh, mutate Dilly. Yeah. 
Tilly, I'm going to try and mutate you, okay? Uh, okay. Um, uh, do, uh, do my feet. I need my hands. Try mutating my feet. Dilly sticks okay. out one of his feet. <laughs> Josh is going to try and mutate one of Dilly's feet. Wait, well, okay, guys, hang on. Actually, like, after the arch, like, Dilly, are you, are you sure about this? Because I was really kind of joking. Oh, yes. And Dilly pulls back his feet. Well, I don't... I... Chacha, can you, like, control the mutation? Like, can you give me another pair of arms? Like, can you specifically do that? Ooh. Maybe. That would be really useful. Let's try it. I agree. Uh, Dilly yeah, puts, up his, uh, puts up his hands like, <laughs> mutate me. <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> can Chacha mutate Dilly? I would say you reach out and you touch Dilly and nothing happens. I think it's broken. And she just like starts poking Dilly in like the armpit mm-hmm. where she assumes the second set of arms would have come out. Dilly's trying not to be ticklish. Yeah. I would say there's maybe, um, you know, as you're doing that poking around Jaja, I, I guess are you just like curious as you're doing it or are you frustrated? I think curious unless mm-hmm. like, she feels like she should be able to do it, then she'll get angry. I think Chacha feels like she should be able to do it. Like, in her head, that makes sense that she could do it. Uh, ow, 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 ow. It's starting to hurt. Ow, ow. You have to accept it. <laughs> so as you get frustrated, Chacha, and as your heart starts to race, you feel a strange fluttering inside your chest. And this time, when you poke Dilly. Dilly, I'm going to need you to roll 1d20 for me. 12. Samson, roll me 1d6. 1d6. 3. Okay. And 1d100. (laughs) What is that? A 2. Okay. Dilly, you're in this, like, fleshy cave here, and you've got glow globes. And all of a sudden, the light seems almost too bright for you. And you shut your eyes for a moment, just sort of instinctually. And then you notice, as you're kind of looking around, as you look away from the glow globe directly, you notice that some of the shadows around you, like you know the shadows are there, but it's as if they're immaterial. You see right through them. (laughs) Dilly now has a permanent mutation of dark sight. (gasps) You see in complete darkness as if it was light. Fuck yeah! Oh my god. That's amazing. It's an enabler. It's always on. It's way better than a waddle. <laughs> a moist waddle. Holy shit, guys. <laughs> I think it worked. I'm walking through all the arches now. This is great. I can see through shadow. I can see into shadow. I can what? Amazing. So one of the things I'd say you guys notice is that when Dilly looks, if his eyes are pointed at a dark spot, You notice that his pupils widen to the point where his eyes are almost all black. (laughs) And then there's almost like a crinkling of his face around his eyes. And his eyes almost open up even farther than they should. Like the skull is moving aside and his pupils go wide. That's He can see in the dark. But then as he moves back to light, it just very quickly like kind of snaps back into a normal shape. Dilly, it looks wild. Like, Okay, can you tell that? Can you tell when it happens? Oh, yeah. Yeah, your eyes basically, like, turn black. Oh. And you probably still have a little bit of that glow-in-the-dark ink on you. This is awesome. Wait, from uh, Chacha's painting me? Yeah. Okay. 
like a French woman. Yeah. Yo, Dilly, can I have your glow globes? Uh, sure. Do you not? You broken all yours? No. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Question about just dark sight in general. Does it work like dark vision where everything goes grayscale in shadow or do I see color as well? So, Dilly, it does not make any sense whatsoever biologically that you should be able to see color. What you describe <gasps> for dark vision with it being more black and white mm-hmm. is what would make biological sense. But with your dark vision, you're seeing all the colors. Fuck yeah. Dope. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to keep one just in case, but yeah, here's one glow globe. All right. Hell yeah. Now I got two. I totally understand why she was changing everybody. This is addicting. A question. Were you able to like kind of influence that? Were you able to like choose that mutation? No, I just got angry and wanted to poke you in the armpit again. Interesting. I was thinking maybe you'd get a finger or something. Well, I'm happy with the eyes, so thank you very much. This is great. Yeah, it's like the biggest rush, right, <laughs> Dilly? Like, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, what did you get? <laughs> oh, I don't know, but, like, I'm going to get snakier faster. I think that's why I could eat, like, the whole body. Because, like, I couldn't do that yesterday. Not that I tried, I guess, but, like, you know. Also, you're right that the rations, like, did not taste good. I think I have a taste for flesh now, Dilly. More so. Yeah. You can kind of tell you were uh, eyeing up uh, Hubert. For... Yeah. Gonna need a steady supply of rodents. I mean, we could use him as bait to lure out friends. Friends for Hubert? Yeah. Friends for me, Dilly. Yeah. Like, oh. I'm sure he will <laughs> accept That's... this as, like, the cost of freedom. That seems a little dark. Also, not freedom, because we're cha-cha we're not letting him go <laughs> i mean like yeah but it's very dark now i feel like we have like a mutual understanding that if he leaves it'll be okay but like i can't protect him if he leaves this is dark are we gonna leave what are you guys thinking i mean it, we're flesh cave you still hungry eat the flesh cave then we leave no i'm I, daniel i assume not nix isn't hungry no, you're not. No, you feel very satisfied. Incidentally, Nick says you're kind of looking around. I would say you're going to notice something, and that as you look at different parts of the cave, you'll you'll look at it, and you know you'll see how much light is on it, and, and things like that. But there is a part of you that is also like in the back of your mind, going colder, warmer, colder, warmer, warmer. And then when you look back at Cha-Cha and Dilly, you know, you're, you also have this thought in the back of your head as, like, hot, hot. Can you hear heartbeats like Deuces did? <gasps> That'd be amazing. No, she, she doesn't hear anything. It's, it's just like she instinctively knows where warmth and cold is in the room. Almost as if she senses the heat of the creatures and the environment around her. Can she taste it? It could be like a flavor, but it doesn't, it's not the way flavor Nix would know prior to this point. That sounds really cool and like it might come in handy. All right. When Nix, you know, passes out from being cold or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the grappling hook, did Nix ever tug it down? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. Because Dilly climbed down, but I think too. Yeah. Dilly was last. Well, you guys want to go first so I can catch you if you fall or like, what are you like thinking? 
Yeah, I guess. All right. Dilly first. I'm pretty good at climbing. Or wait, should I go up so I can give Dilly a hand when he gets up? Kind of a sandwich of skills. <laughs> I guess I would appreciate that. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Because of the ropes help, because it would be a nine to start, but the ropes help to six, and I believe Chacha is trained in climbing. Mm-hmm. So that's a three. Oh, God damn it. I got a nat 20. Oh, man. Okay. I love how I wasted it on climbing for a three, and just, like, Chacha just yeah. elevates up there, like, <laughs> Yeah, so you easily climb up to the top. What would you propose as a major effect? That even if Dilly fails, Chacha can catch him, or Nyx can catch him. Like, just a gimme. It's a good call. Yep. Okay. A get-out-of-damage-free card, essentially. Okay, Dilly. It's a nine. The rope makes it a six. Excellent. Eleven. Dilly gets up the rope. Nyx, I believe it's a three for you because of the rope, and I think you're trained in climbing, or at least physical tasks, or something like that. Yes, climbing. Okay. Nix, like, gathers up the rope behind her as she's, you know... Mm -hmm. I guess I'll roll. One. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, Nix begins climbing up the rope. And I would say maybe it's that you guys are pretty confident that Nix is going to be okay. That Nix doesn't really have to worry about it. But Nix gets about halfway up, and then the grappling hook comes loose, and she starts falling. And um, Nyx hits the ground and slams right against one of those jagged teeth. So she'll take five might damage. Damn. And be very uncomfortable because she's got this tooth embedded in her. Oh, it broke off. (laughs) Shit. No, it didn't break off. You're like sort of pinned against it. Oh, I thought she was impaled. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, she's impaled, like, through her shoulder. Or oh, oh, this is Tomb Raider all over again. Nix will reach up with both hands and grab the tip and try to break it off. Okay. Why, why wouldn't you just, like, put back through? Oh, I imagine that it's significant. There's a significant extrusion. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's probably... Well, actually, these teeth aren't that large. I mean, it's big enough that it's sticking out the other side. But it's not, it's probably only a couple of inches. Oh, oh. The, the Nyx the will sit flesh. up. Okay. Okay. Give me a, actually roll die. Give, tell me if you get even or odd. Even. Okay. So you managed to get up without, you're careful enough that you don't get cut up more by taking it out. But of course, blood is flowing now. There's nothing blocking the blood. Nyx, are you okay? Uh, yeah. What did she, what did she say? That's right. You won't be able to hear each other because of the bubble. Oh. Nyx will take a piece of handler outfit, which I believe is like linen wraps, tear a filthy scrap mm-hmm. off, just stuff it in there. Mm-hmm. Wait, ha- handler or uh, benevolent traveler? Handler. Handler. Because she traded clothes with that handler. Oh, yeah. And mm-hmm. I do not believe ever found another set of clothing. No. Mm-hmm. So the grappling hook came down? Yes. Oh. So Nix will pick it up and try to throw it back up. Okay. So it's a pretty far distance, and you're trying to get it on there, so it'd be a 12 to start. Okay. Um, Whose rope do you have? Do you know? Nix's own rope. Okay. I didn't... The, ro- the rope that was attached to the grappling hook, or if you mm-hmm. want to say it was like Nix attached one of her own ropes to the grappling hook, it, it would be... Um, 
she would have used the 50-foot rope. Okay, that's why I wanted to make sure. Dilly's going to try to help a little bit by lowering his own rope. Just a little loop at the end to, like, catch the grappling hook if Nyx can hit it. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Stacey, did you get a chance to roll yet? Oh, no. Sorry, I was trying to decide if I wanted to spend effort, which I do. So that's a nine. Then let me roll. Nineteen. Okay. So it flies up and manages to hook on the side just fine. Like, it actually just barely misses hitting Dilly in the face. Ah! It seems to latch in. What would you like for a minor effect? Nyx just can climb up the rope. (laughs) Sure, I'll give it to you. You get up the rope, and you're up at the top of this cave structure. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. Yeah, been climbing my whole life, Dilly. (laughs) There's just, like, blood, like, pulsing (laughs) against that cloth she's got there. Oh, do, do you need me to look at that? Yeah, actually, Chacha, if you would. So, like, weirdest thing, I was climbing, and then I was falling, and I fell on a rock. Yeah, that happens when you fall when climbing. That's not super weird. It happens a lot, actually. What? Like, no. <laughs> it never happens. Yeah. I do that all the time. Are you kidding me? Well, it's never happened to me before, guys. So, like, this is a new experience. Strangely a little bit embarrassed. Like, that's weird. Chacha? Mm-hmm. Are you doing a healing check looking at it? Yes. Okay, so it's a nine and then a six for you since you're trained. Okay. Sixteen. The cut is relatively clean, but there appears to be a pretty big risk of infection because it occurs to you that those things sticking out of the ground were not so much rocks as they were teeth that were dripping pus. Oh, good news, bad news? Good news, um... Right now, it's clean. Bad news. Those, like, rocks? You didn't fall on a rock. You fell on one of those two things that have, like, the pus. The plaque. And, like, the tartar and the gingivitis. What I'm saying is we we should probably treat you so you don't get infected and then die of, like, that brain disease. Oh, yeah. And, like, don't really want to lose another part of my body. So... Well, like, it's your shoulder, so, like, you'd die because it's torso. We can't really cut off torso. No. All right, Chacha, take a look, will you? What do you want to do? So, I would say this, Chacha. This is the kind of thing that would need... You would probably need to cut a lot around the wound and then cauterize it to prevent the spread of infection. And, Chacha, you, you would remember this from one of the... Because of your healing check... One of the villages you visited, you remember these two men at the village getting into a fight. And one punched the other and broke a tooth. But the tooth got stuck in his arm. And he nearly died from the black infection. Ah, medieval technology. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So what, what we can do is I give you this dagger to bite on the handle while we take another dagger and kind of clean up that wound you got there and then we take a little bit of fire and put that on there and and it'll be good as new. I mean, do you want to do that like here? Yeah, we're only two miles out of town so we could at least get like proper supplies. Like, I would say Cha-Cha, since this is a potential blood infection, you would know that there's not a lot of time if you're going to try to prevent it. Um, so like the last time I saw this, 
it was like two, it was like a drunken bar fight and this guy got a tooth stuck in his arm and it was like, he was like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm a big, strong, manly man and I'll just go see the doctor the next day. And then it was too late because like he had gotten into his blood and then he just like, oh man, I couldn't finish watching like the story, but I think he lived, but like he lost that arm. Before Chasha's done with the story, Nyx has her shirt and like cloak off. <laughs> okay. Then at that point, you can see Nyx's tattoo much more clearly. Oh, yeah. You can see, like, on her back at the center of that same compass rose symbol, and then all those geometric lines and right angles spreading out from that epicenter all over her torso and down, or at least as far as you can see, and down her arms like sleeves. Wow. That's so cool. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Took a lot of time. Is that a traveler thing, or is that just a you thing? Oh, yeah. No, most travelers, yeah, who graduate, you know. Oh, very pretty. Yeah, everyone has at least, like, a partial, you know, tattoo on the back, at least. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Chacha. We get matching tattoos? <laughs> Chacha, don't draw me. Don't draw on me again, please. <laughs> I don't No, like, real tattoos. Like, once we finish this mission, we'll all go out, get drunk, and get matching tattoos. And I'll say no regrets. <laughs> no regrets. Right. Chacha, and that'll be like our thing. Like, we can discuss later, but is this sort of time sensitive, this whole... Oh, yeah. Jelly will hold her down. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Nix, can you pretend? Just sit on me, Dilly. It's fine. Oh. Uh, right. right on my stomach, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Dilly sits on her stomach. It's not comfortable. It's very okay. Okay. <laughs> it's kind of scaly. I can't... <laughs> We've got a couple things here. So let's first make sure that Nyx can deal with... Yeah, I think this is the best order of operations. So basically, we're going to try to roll pain resistance for Nyx. Because Dilly is trying to hold you down as best he can. You'll have an asset on this. Because he's trying to, because the goal is that it's sort of like a might defense role to keep yourself from sort of lashing out or lashing away. So it's might defense with an asset from Dilly, which makes it enough. Okay, and Nyx has three edge in might now, so mm -hmm. six with that level of effort. Boy, yeah, whatever, we'll just, we'll just do that. Fourteen. Okay, you manage to hold yourself still as Cha-Cha is cutting into you now. Cha-Cha. Because Nyx is able to hold herself still, you're going to get an asset on this. You know you need to cut out all the infection and cauterize the wound. So it's going to be, uh, well, to start, you're going to get an asset from Nyx holding still while you're digging around inside her with a knife. And you'll have an asset from your healing. So it's a six. Jesus, I got a 14. <laughs> okay. I was concerned. So... Yeah, you, you, it takes a little while, but you slice off everything that you think could be a potential area for an infection, and you use hedge magic to kind of cauterize the wound. Nix, this surgery will create, cause some damage to you. It won't necessarily be as bad as if you couldn't hold still. Mm -hmm. So it'll only be three might damage from the surgery. Yay! I was going to be like, what about armor? But then again, like, what about armor? That seems like it would hinder surgery. So let's just forget about yeah. armor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And armor doesn't help when she's digging around inside you. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> Once those raccoon hands come into play. <laughs> In my head, it's getting very hard not to picture Cha-Cha as a little cartoon raccoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Okay, so, Nyx, you have got that damage, but you, Cha-Cha says she has... Chacha, you feel confident you've cleared out any potential for infection. Like, I'm feeling pretty good about it, but I don't think we should close it up. We should let it breathe. But, like, if you want, I can give you the same signature I gave Dilly later. Nah, I don't want to mess up my tattoos, you know, like too much. That is also lit. It's already going to be a little messed up. Yeah. And you know what, Chacha? I might need your tattoo artist skills on my new leg. Because, like... Oh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Feels like any other canvas. That's good. <laughs> Poof. Makes feel alive. Okay. So, at this point, I would like to offer Dilly an XP. Oh, no. Do it. Okay. Do it. I'll take it. Who would you give the other one to? Uh, give to Cha-Cha. Okay. Why do you hate me? <laughs> you just teared up. You're fine. <laughs> and she just saved your life. She gets an XP. <laughs> Yeah. So what you guys doing? Wow. This is dire. <laughs> this fills me with trepidation. <laughs> I feel like we should go back to the village, but like kind of can't, can't give back that artifact anymore because I ate it. Well, we should definitely tell Vlad that it's under control for sure. And also like watch for if you pass it. <laughs> yeah we should also get some stool softener just in case cause... it'll be like rock candy <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I got, and I got a lot of experience with that chacha so I could like talk you through it oh okay it's kind of a big cube is it big? I thought it fit in the palm of her hand it's still uh, big for passing I mean, for objects for, passing yeah, that's I'm pretty just big saying. <laughs> yeah yeah more corners than you want, for sure. More, definitely way more corners. Than <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Chacha, you're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Uh, it could have been a sphere, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Nyx finishes, like, reassembling her her clothing, and it's, like, not great because she doesn't know how to wear handler clothes. Mm-hmm. Actually, Dilly, I forget Dilly has scan iotum. Dilly is just going to scan Chacha for iotum to see if that thing is still, like, a its own object within her, or if it's, like, absorbed. Okay. So, with your skill in salvaging Numenera, with your scan iodum, you're always going to get something out of scan iodum. I think that brings it down to a three to see if you can get more information. <laughs> Natural 20. Yeah! Okay. So, here's what you know. You can't necessarily detect a separate object there like there's a there's a separate object there but it's it's hard to distinguish it from cha-cha mm -hmm. you do know that if you were to salvage cha-cha <laughs> you could possibly get up to three io two mimetic gel three biomechanical circuitry and possibly two units of tom energy <laughs> tom dust Tom energy? <laughs> From those two Toms she ate? Tom. 
Thom. Okay. I like Tom. There's Tom and Tom. Tom Dust. Listen, there's a lot of words that I've read and have never said. (laughs) I don't even know. (laughs) So we're going back to town. Okay. So you're going back to town. Um, You guys get back to town. Hold on. I want a major effect off of this. Oh, yeah. True. Oh, right, right. I'm sorry. 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 I got so distracted by everything else. (laughs) For a major effect, I want a little bit more information off of the, um, the, like, extra dimensional bracelet that Chacha may or may not be wearing that Atalia got a little bit off of. Yeah. So you don't necessarily recognize the bracelet, Mm -hmm. but you do detect a flicker of some sort of iodum attached to it. Uh It doesn't come back as a specific type of iodum because it's not really completely in phase. You're not sure what it is. You're not sure what type of IO it is, but it is somewhere between one and seven IO. Cool. (laughs) That's powering that bracelet. Damn. Gotcha. You got a lot of IO attached to you. Do you? Wild. Also, I think we're walking and talking as we're... Dilly, by the way, because you did scan Iodon, you are very aware of if you were salvaging Chacha's body exactly how you would have to dig in to remove the Io you needed. Who's the raccoon now? I learned from the best. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm not saying you're tempted to do it. I'm just saying like you were just intellectually very aware of what you would do. If you wanted to. Even bracelet one? That you know you couldn't reach because it's not phased into our reality. All right. I mean, like, there's the voices in my head. There's the horrors. And now I ate nature. So I am nature and I mutated you. I feel like this is just an average day, right? Uh, No, I mean, like, I feel like an average day is pretty boring. Like you're walking or you're like. No, I kind of. Meanwhile, Nix is just picking cultist out of her teeth <laughs> i think i may have to agree with chacha because she ate a god and that seemed pretty easy so maybe this is just the average now maybe it's just i mean i'm saving the world what else am i supposed to do besides eat nature no yeah i'm not saying like make a note in your journal or anything guys i'm just saying we just spent <laughs> you know several days slash weeks on the road so like Think of those days. Those are also average days. You mean that day where the bug guy showed up and wanted to kill us all? No, the days in between. Uh, Where we didn't see anybody or do anything. Just wandering Stink River by yourselves. Stink River was... Stink River was interesting, yeah. 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 Stink River was pretty cool, actually. For like the first 15 minutes, and then it was just oppressive. But then you found like all the dead things in Stink River, and it was like it was like the circle of life. You're born, then you die, Dilly, and and, and you draw a circle between <laughs> around those two dots. <laughs> One day we will all be skeletons. <laughs> I don't even know if that's true anymore. Hey, your nature can't you change that now? I mean, like I feel like if I get stronger, yeah, we won't have to be like skeletons. We'll be like. I don't know, maybe we'll, like, die and be mushrooms. That could be kind of fun. By the way, Cha-Cha, roll me 1d20. Oh, Jesus. 12? Okay. As you were. (laughs) With this cryptic shit, Dan. (laughs) All right, guys. So, like, do you want to go back and see Vlad? Or do you guys, like, 
do you want to stop at like a shop? I think I smell. Yeah, I mean, maybe we should get you some new clothes because that's kind of a hole in the chest. And that's kind of eye-catching. Yeah, I mean, we should definitely tell Vlad because he's our, he's our trainer now. So I guess we just check in with him. Now. Oh, and then he can pay me and we can get paid. All right, you guys want to get paid first. But Dilly, we put up some disguises. Uh, sure. Make me baby pack. I'm Carlisle. I remember. We're all disguised. The same disguise as we had when we entered into town. Samson just did like magic jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. I'm already thinking about how I need to try to take the Zoom video of this and try to turn it into a game. <laughs> Big dilly energy. <laughs> so you're all disguised and you come back to town. Yes. And we go to find Dude Man. Vlad? Yes. Okay. So you find Vlad at the tavern. He is sitting in a corner booth. He is currently eating some sort of sandwich. Nick slides into the booth. Okay. As well. So Vlad looks at you with his eyelid-looking hazel eyes and says, Did you have any luck finding her? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just a little bit. Found her, killed her, ate her. Okay, so you've got the item? Well, only, like... Technically. You ate her? I mean, we technically have the item. It's it's in a safe place. <laughs> it's pretty dangerous. I mean, we should be... He looks at Nyx and Dilly and says, we should be putting it away for safekeeping. No, I mean, we put it away. <laughs> hey oh, <laughs> High five. <laughs> Cha-cha. We have to, like, make a full report? Like, this is our job. Oh, should I put the... That is not up? how Nick's talks. I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, the stace creeped in. <laughs> uh, should, I, should I put the bubble up around Cha-Cha real quick? Or Well, no. I we... mean, like... You'll listen, Vlad. Cha-Cha absorbed the artifact. He looks over at Cha-Cha and says, How large was it? I mean, like, it fit in the palm of my hand. And now when I'm angry, I can mutate people. He nods for a moment. He says, pardon me for a moment, Cha-Cha. <laughs> and he flicks his hand, and a bubble appears around Cha-Cha's head, blocking out sight and sound. And he turns to Nixon Dilly and says, How did you two fuck the Seski so hard on this mission? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I... Honestly, this was pretty good for us, so I don't... That feels a little harsh. Like, we have... The artifact's, like, on our in our control. You have turned your contractor into a weaponized mutation artifact. Well, yeah, and, like, I can see how that would be concerning, but Chacha was already very dangerous, so, like, I yeah. don't really think yeah. this... Absolutely. Yeah. So your argument is that she was very dangerous and you've now made her even more dangerous. Yo, listen. <laughs> First of all, I guess all of your missions out into the wild uh, go perfectly, right? Like, come on. I've never created as much danger as this. What is so dangerous about this? Like, mutations happen all the time. Yeah, but everything that I have read about your contractor from the caller's reports suggests that she's a little unstable. 
But she is, like, very loyal. So if you guys could actually, like, help her... I don't know, like decide to join you. Maybe you would have a little bit more influence over her actions. Like, honestly, the callers are very strict about not coercing people. And everything that I see here from your caller is that Cha-Cha rejected joining the order twice. But your order finds her valuable enough. I guess our order, sorry, finds her valuable enough to keep around as a contractor. So like, listen, how are we supposed to know that the artifact contained a nature god that could be absorbed by Cha-Cha? Like, how are we supposed to know that? And also, how are we supposed to know that the nature god would reject Cha-Cha? Because that's kind of what it sounded like, that she and this nature god, like, talked, and the nature god freaked out and... Attacked. Like... Yeah. I don't know. In our work, you're going to encounter more and more of the previously unknown. I'm just saying, if you're coming in to report to me or anyone and you've created something more dangerous I would ask you to do it with the professional honesty of this is a bad mistake and we're not sure how to fix it as opposed to trying to make it play off as it's all okay uh so um no no yeah no like I don't know why you're coming in so hot on this like We've been handling our shit for a long time as a team. And when I tell you that we were attacked by the nature god and we survived, like I view that as kind of in the plus column, not in the minus column. It's definitely a plus, but it's also I have to be dealing with the consequences of this. And that is that your friend is now incredibly dangerous. You know, does she do it on command? Like, is it involuntary? Do you know the answers to any of those questions? Well, not yet. We came back and we delivered our report to you, of course. First thing, we didn't even shop first. Okay. Okay, so the first thing we need to do is make sure if it is something that she actually controls or if it is involuntary. Yeah. No, that sounds good. You know, yeah. She can control it. We can confirm that. Or it's possible for her to control it. All right. Well, in the interest of, like, transparency, Dilly, she was trying to give you an extra set of arms when she gave you... You know, night vision. That's true, yes. But she was still able to do it. It's a useful mutation to have. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I've been enjoying it. All right. Well, um, figure out if it's voluntary or involuntary. Assess the danger, and then we can figure things out from there. Does she have any ability at all to reverse an existing mutation? We haven't, like, tried. Yeah. All right. I figured we'd, you know, find the Hendersons next and, like, see... Yeah. All right. That's not a terrible idea. Why don't you go and try that out? Race is supposed to be back tonight. So if you can circle back tonight, we can all get together and discuss. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, but like you seem like really stressed out and just like kind of remember that this is all a journey and you don't know where it's going to go or where it's going to take you. But like it will end someday. Mm. All right. Let's go find the Hendersons. All right. And so you guys go off to find the Hendersons. Chacha's still bubbled? As we're going out, Dilly's actually going to ask about that. Like, so can you, can you like create illusions as well? And Dilly does a little like flourish of light and shapes. Like, can you? Blah. Of course. And he drops the bubble around Chacha. And then he flicks his fingers a little bit. And you see a little bit of light and shadow. And you even smell illusory gunpowder. Whoa. 
I've never met anybody else who could do it too. So this is just very exciting for me that I'm not the only one. It's wow. It's it's a good talent to have. It's got lots of practical applications. Smiles. Maybe we can learn a few tricks from each other at some point. But you should go check on your lead. Right. Yeah. Uh, see. See you later. It leaves. Mm-hmm. A little pep in the stuff. Once they get outside, Nix is like, "Yo, I am worried about that guy." Like, why? Well, he seems. I mean, it's kind of fair. Like, because I mean, I we definitely got off easy. Because I can't imagine like the kind of like world-ending shit he's had to like deal with, and with probably with people less like predictable than Chacha, which is hard to imagine. But I imagine that's <laughs> reality. Yeah, and like he's not handling it well. I don't think. Why isn't he handling it well? What what happened? Oh, yeah, we can't tell you, Chacha. Sorry. You know what? That was really rude of me to, like, talk about it in front of you. Do we need to kill him because he's not handling it well? No, 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 no. We have a lot to learn as new members of this order that we're in is all. I kind of feel like, though, he's like he's taking the whole supervisor thing like a little bit too seriously. No, I think he was pretty chill for a supervisor. That's. Creating a toxic work environment. He is setting boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> and what are these boundaries? Well, um... To not make you any more dangerous than you already are. Yeah, he would prefer that we, like, didn't absorb artifacts in the future. But, like, if they reject me, they must be... Like, y- you have to show dominance. That's, like, how things work. Yeah, Chacha, like, whatever. Dilly, you hear a voice in your head, and it says, That's right, father. You have to assert dominance. <laughs> Dilly just shivers visibly, like, Ugh. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Chacha, do you want to go, like, right now and find the Hendersons and try to uh, reverse their uh, rock-eating mutation? Or can we hit the store? Um... I mean, like, it's up to you. You have the more experience with, like, the rock candy. And so you'll know, like, when what situation they're kind of in. But, like, take rock candy and make it metal synth. Yeah, we should go help them first. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. To the synth thing in the in the stink river. Yep. You get there, the Hendersons. It's, it's the middle of the night, but the Hendersons are still hammering away and chewing and bleeding and weeping and moaning. On top of the structure. Hello? I assume, Dilly, these are st- your no-synth-visible disguises again? Correct, yes. Okay. So they look up at you and say, Oh, but are they the same disguises you had before? Uh, yeah, they were the same disguises we had uh, going into town. Okay, cool. So they look up and they say, Oh, are you here to help? Is there a way to satisfy the hunger? We have something that might work. And their their tunics at this point are all like stained with blotches of both fresh and dried blood, as are their trouser legs. Ugh. This is Baby Pack, and she has a hot new uh, homeopathic method for helping you with that situation. When nature, st- like, really absorbed nature, and we've got a plan. Uh, oh, all right. uh, honestly, anything could help. Would this be a healing check, or what kind of check would this be? To, like, try and make them stop. So, first... So, I would say when you first try to touch them, nothing seems to happen at first. Mm. Dilly, can you slap me? Uh, 
I don't know who Dilly is, but I, Bork, will try that. Carlisle, can you make sure that I am not immediately disintegrated if this goes awry? <laughs> Meanwhile, Nix is just staring at the distance. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Completely forgetting her pseudonym. <laughs> oh, I'll be fine. All right. I will now slap you, I guess. Okay, so Chacha isn't trying to resist or anything like that, so it's going to be a three might roll. I'm going to be laughing so hard if you get a one. 18. Oh, also, fuck. An extra, extra point of damage. damage. <laughs> uh, two, two extra points of damage. For an 18? Yeah. Bonus starts at 17. 17 is plus one. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so you hit Chacha for a total of three damage. Fair, fair. Cool, 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 cool. Chacha, you feel that instinctive anger response. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly like immediately backs away just like yeah. don't yeah. Just <laughs> I think Chacha's gonna try and feel that rage at like the Hendersons to make them stop eating synth or like maybe give them synth like t- like a system that's able to process synth mm. like either they stop eating the synth or they can now like fully process and expel the synth safely yeah We'll see how that works out. Roll 1d20 for me. Give <laughs> Do I get any advantages or... Nope. This is just a flat roll. Okay. 10. Okay. And roll 1d6 for me. 5. Okay. And roll 1d100 for me. 64. <laughs> this individual that you're touching from the Hendersons... You were touching the Hendersons, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, this individual, let's say he's the older male, presumably the father, you notice that his right arm starts deflating and wilting and absorbed back to his body. And you notice now there is just no right arm on uh... his body. Just a flat end to a stubby shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Dilly thinks about how that could have been him. Um, Are you still hungry? I um, Chacha, give me an understanding Numenera roll of 12. With your training, it will be a 9. And it's intellect if you want to spend effort. 9. No. Okay. Chacha, you realize that, one, this is connected to your emotional state. It only seems to work when you're agitated. In fact, you're not certain... If when you're agitated, you could even prevent yourself from doing it if you touch someone. Oh. (laughs) And you realize that there's enough variety in the biological makeup of this that the mutation could be anything from temporary to permanent, beneficial, powerful, harmful, or debilitating. And it will be random every time. Mm. It's a power that can't be controlled or dictated what it will do. Mm-mm. He just wanted them to stop eating sin, but I guess to stop them from eating synth, nature took your arm? The guy says, excuse me, and he goes back to trying to tug at synth with his one functioning arm to eat it. This is sadly an improvement. I mean, at least he's not upset. Or not more upset. I mean, yeah, and, um... When we leave, I have something to tell you, too. But, like, 
I think this is the best I can do for them, and meddling further might be worse. Okay, cool. Uh, We're gonna go do more research and come back later with another cure. It's very experimental at these stages. All right, some one of the people says, like, through blood coming through their mouth as they bite down on Synth. And, yeah, you guys start heading back to town, I assume? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, this isn't really good news, bad news. It's more of an oopsie news. So, helping, quote-unquote, the Hendersons made me realize that this really is, like, when I get angry, it happens, and um, we. Mm, it's probably going to happen whether I want it to or not when I'm touching somebody, and it's random. Like, there is no control. It's like, you could lose an arm, get dark vision, maybe, like, grow an extra set of abs, or, like, just die. <laughs> Death is a mutation? I mean, yeah. Huh. Hi. It was for those people in... Ward Mara's. Yeah. And you destroyed the Hammer Vault. Remember that big old explosion? That mutation that died? Because I, I think they lost their bones or something. No, it was like they lost oh. their skin. Cha-cha. Oh, yeah. They were like crispy, gooey. I guess I tried to block that part out. and didn't really recall until now. Thanks. Um... Yeah. And uh, Samson knows all about the crispy, gooey. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's go back. Mm. Fuck. So, like, guys, we, like, not that I'm, I don't really want to go back to Vlad, but we kind of have to. And I guess he was sort of right. Like, we uh, kind of failed. Well, how about this? We did not fail. We just didn't succeed in the way that he imagined we would succeed. Well, I mean, I don't really care about, like, whatever he thinks, but I care that we, like, haven't been able to help the Hendersons because that looks rough. Yeah. That. Yeah, that's the biggest disappointment I think we're having right now. The we ca- we can't really help them, and I'm not sure how to help them. Like, even if we broke all their teeth, I think they'd still try. And nature wasn't gonna help them, even if we brought back the artifact like intact. But like, so I don't know. What do we? <sighs> Ideas, people. I mean, we saved future people, right? By killing nature, like you should. Well, for now, I'm thinking. We actually go shopping and get baby pack here, like elbow length gloves. Because then you can at least have like a little bit more control of who you touch. Ooh, like fancy opera gloves. Yeah. You think they have those out here? Or are we just going to have like to buy oven mitts? Uh, we'll get you some really nice oven mitts. Okay, like we'll like bedazzle <laughs> them and stuff. Yeah. Sweet. Till it even occurs to you that you could probably shave a little bit off of your synth since it's reflective enough, and if you polished it the right way, you could bedazzle a set of gloves. All right, that's the thing. Maybe not till after we get out of town, just in case ah, yeah, yeah. the Hendersons see that as like a nice snack. Uh, Ooh. I wonder if we could make like food that looks like synth for them. Nix, as you guys are walking back to town, one of the things you notice is that it occurs to you that Dilly has been scratching at his left elbow sort of repeatedly ever since the cave. Like the inside of his left elbow. Like if it's scratching at it unconsciously, almost like it's a bug bite. Yo, what's up with your elbow? What's up, Nix? What's up? 
uh, what's up with your elbow, Dilly? You keep itching it. And I, when I was in elementary school, like I got like this weird rash on the inside of my elbow one time. Like, I, I don't know. Probably a bug bite on the walker. I don't know. Maybe we walk through poison ivy again. <laughs> so, Dilly, when you look at it, you realize that your fingernails have dug a little bit into your skin. And there isn't much blood, but underneath that little bit of skin on your elbow that you've torn through with your fingernails, there is a slight sheen of sin. <sighs> and that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, something about this episode. That Dilly's turning into a cyborg? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also that people were just like, hey, maybe don't make the un- the like angry child more dangerous when she's angry. Maybe think about these things. And I was, and we're just like, what are you talking about? She's perfectly fine. I refuse to agree with with anybody who doesn't want to make Chacha more dangerous. Right? Like, 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 <laughs> you got off on the wrong foot. Yeah. Well, but I mean, great. like, yeah. imagine it like in the X-Men movie where you have Juggernaut and you just like point them at something and just boom. Mm-hmm. That never ends. Yeah, Cha Cha is my checkoff's gun, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. We got this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. Don't worry. (laughs) So, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener in XP, to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week, it is Samson's turn. Samson, what would you offer our listeners in XP to check out? All right. So. This one's special because this I was uh, turned on to from one of the uh, users in our Discord. If you'd like to see other things that other cool people in Discord have shown us, come to our Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord will bring you to that link. This comes by way of Seldon Cistern. Thank you, Seldon Cistern. This is Kill Six Billion Demons. It is a webcomic by uh, this creator called Abaddon. And it is about a lot of things. At the start, it is about this college girl who, while making out with her boyfriend, gets plucked out of this world and dropped into this, like, extraplanar city that's at the center of all reality. Basically, her boyfriend is this chosen one, but she got the power of that chosen one. So now she's, like, in this strange world that's, like... Just this incomprehensible thing. There's Ooh. demons, angels, and other creatures everywhere. And part of what I love about it is the world building. It combines so many different things from so many different cultures, but in a way that makes it seem like this is where all those cultures came from, Ooh. rather than uh, being a combination of, of all those cultures, if that makes sense. Yeah. It is also beautifully illustrated. There's so much detail. They occasionally have uh, these huge like panoramic uh, panels where it's just so much detail of this city and it's so well thought out there's also a lot of good characters like the main like characters are all women so representation is great you ever want to read a story about an angel going through an identity crisis like a gender identity crisis this is this is the webcomic for it as of recording it has just started its fifth and final book so hopefully by the time you hear this great time to get on and read all the way through it is just a phenomenal book about a girl learning how to be an extra dimensional monk Hmm. i can't i can't really say more it's it's so good it's so good okay so what is it called kill six billion demons kill six billion demons no numbers dot com 
incredible. It's incredible. I love it. Very cool. Well, if people wanted to tell us what they think about Kill Six Billion Demons or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? As I said, you can come to our Discord, which you can find at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. But hey, while you're at explorerswanted.fm, which happens to be our website, that is a hub for all the other stuff that you can find us at, like Twitter. On Twitter, we're at explorerswanted. On Instagram and Facebook, more examples, we are at explorerswanted Podcast. And if anything we've done here today in your ears you feel is worth monetary value, prove it. Prove it, cowards, at patreon.com slash explorers wanted. But only prove it if it's within your means. Yes. But if it is, prove it, cowards. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Give us money. (laughs) Um, Cowards. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We're kidding. If it's not within your budget, don't try. Exactly. Because honestly, the best thing that you could do for us is if you enjoy the show, Tell a friend about it and tell them why you like the show and why they should listen to it. What really connected you to it? The second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory, specifically Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, and Stitcher. Those make the biggest impact for a show our size. And especially if you provide a written review where you say why somebody should listen to us, that is huge. If you didn't like the podcast, or if you thought it was meh, well, I want to tell you a little something about a notion in Tibetan Buddhism, which is that of a tulpa, an external manifestation of an celestial being, which is summoned into being by meditative practice. Now, Western occult traditions have further adopted this idea into the notion of a thought form, which can be an embodiment of any components of a magician's psyche possibly even physically manifesting. Modern practitioners of chaos magic refer to this thing as a servitor, which is similar to a thought form, but which is designed as an autonomous entity capable of completing a subset of tasks. Servitors are usually created through a combination of ritual meditation and the firing of a complex sigil to represent the servitor. Now, a common warning in all of these practices is that a thought form could potentially become a fully independent being, of its creator, and may even deny its prior existence. It becomes its own creature, fueled by a steady siphon of energy from the psyche of the creator. So I ask you, what's the first symbol that you remember seeing that spoke to you, truly touched you, or have you already forgotten? Maybe you don't recall, and it doesn't mean anything. Or maybe it does, and it's just a matter of time before your magus arrives to clean up their old mess. Either way, strengthen your wards, just to be sure. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Stace Windu. Talk to me about Kill Six Billion Demons at Slam Potato. Find me not sleeping because I'm reading all the webcomics at Realty Unicorn on Twitter. And probably mass talking about them on Twitch at Tea with the Unicorn. (laughs) All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you listen to this. And bye!
weirdo. Really wish Alex wouldn't Our talk to me like her. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's a toxic butthole. Bomb oh. dust. Listen, there's a lot of words that I've read and have never said. <laughs> I don't even know. Listen. And then there's like the words that you never said and you read a certain way for so long that even when you learn the right way to pronounce it, just pronounce yes. it out. Yeah, it just sounds dumb the new way. Oh my gosh. It's like the osmometer issue we had at work. Me and my friend both called it an osmometer. And it's really an uh, osmometer. Mm. And we were just both like mm. science. Who knew? Who knew? Yeah, I like osmometer. It's kind of I know. It's got a pulp fifty sci-fi vibe to it. I know. Yeah. You know, it's weird for somebody who played D D from like the age of twelve. It wasn't until I played Star Trek not Star Trek, but Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. The first time that one of the characters, the NPCs says melee instead of melee, that I understood how that word was pronounced. Uh, <laughs> I could see it as melee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I broke Samson. Sorry. Um, In your defense, I, I think that there are very, like, there it's more than one way to pronounce that word. <laughs> Which camp are you going with, Stace? I kind of want to know. I go melee, but I think I started pronouncing it how Daniel. Because that's not how I always said it, and I also learned that. I mean, we could all switch to melee. I looked it up as recently as, like, three months ago to be sure I knew how to say it. And I think that's where I saw, like, the different ways to say it. Yeah. Okay, so we're Camp Melee now. Let's do some melee. I don't think it was until I played Super Smash Brothers Melee that I heard it pronounced melee. So, oh, that hmm. might have been my moment also. Yeah. Bagel. <laughs> 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 we're going back to town. Okay, so you're going back to town. Uh, just a quick reminder, Dan, out of podcast, you still haven't vocally given us the two XP points. Maybe I changed my mind, Samson. Did you ever think about that? <laughs> Sorry, Stace, guess you gotta backtrack. Can't. I saved it. <laughs> no, um, 